everybody, and welcome back to the Spiritual Leader Podcast. Uh, Darren and Laura here back with you. Uh, how are you today, Laura? Great. Are you great? You glad to be here with me? Always. Always. Do you love me? <laughs> do you Do you need God's word? Do you need Does God's word help you in being married? Yes, tremendously. I know. I've had to use a lot of God's word in our marriage. <laughs> and all the Holy Spirit I can get. No, I'm just kidding. Um, and he, Laura and I started talking uh, last week about uh, really a powerful subject about being a doer of God's word. We read uh, James chapter 1, verse 22, which I had pulled up. Now I don't. Uh, it says, be doers, amplified, be doers of the word. Obey the message, the Amplified says. I love that. Obey the message. Yeah. Uh, I just had this thought, what, is our, what does our Christianity cost us? Yeah, that's uh, good. You know, if we're not obeying, then we're just, what is it, a spectator. We're just yeah. sitting like if yeah. we're at a sports event. You know, it's easy to yell at the quarterback or the coach to say, you should have called that play while we're sitting in our chair. Mm -hmm or lazy boy, but we're not actually doing anything that requires any effort. Yeah. But be doers of the word, obey the message, and don't merely listen to mm. it. Uh, don't merely listen to it. Betraying yourselves, Amplify says, into deception by reasoning contrary to the truth. I, I love uh, one of my uh, instructors uh, when I was attending Bible school used to say this all the time. He said, the word of God should, if it's taking root in our lives, it will affect a few areas. It will affect the way we think. Yeah. It will affect the way that we speak mm. and it will affect what we do. Yeah, that's so good. So God's word, how do you know God's word's actually working in your life? Well, you're thinking differently. You're thinking yeah. in line with God's word. You're speaking mm -hmm. differently and you're acting. Yeah. Acting is like, it's the final, probably most recognizable one. Like, I don't know about you, for both of us, I could say, we've grown, right? Yeah. How do you know? The word of God is working yeah. in us. Yeah, the, right? and the blessing is in the doing, the like we said in the doing. on yeah. last week's podcast. But, yeah. I mean, we know the, the power of our words. I mean, we know how powerful they are. So when you are, when you're thinking like the word and you're speaking the word and then you are acting or responding to the word, you're, you're going to get Bible results. Yeah. You're going to see those things that you desire in that. every area. I love that Bible results. I always say like by the, if we follow the Bible's method, we'll get the results that the Bible had. Yeah. Right. If and we, I, I was going to say, I think a lot of people, they struggle with this because they're like, well, I'm not, I'm not seeing and I'm, I'm, you know, all that kind of stuff. But really I would just kind of question, is there the consistency there, you know, because really there's, there's something to be said in the consistency of remaining in God's word, rooting yourself in God's word, and then acting on his word. Yeah. I think we said uh, last week, you know, when you just hear a message over and over, whether it's, you know, someone ministering or you're even reading the word, 
but it's just like it's words on a page and it's it's not grabbing hold of you here it's like you'll become dull yeah. to yeah. that yeah. word and and then really it it's it's not beneficial at all there's there's no benefit in it so you can say well I'm I, I read God's word you know every day I, I've got my devotional budget if you're never actually stepping out on what his word is saying then you'll grow dull to those things and then after a while you've grown dull and you're not going to reap a harvest from what it is that you're putting in you yeah and at the heart of what we kind of started talking about last week in the doing of god's word i i kind of had this statement and i I, i've just been chewing on it and that is i'd i'd rather have one word from god that i'm actually doing and producing fruit in than 10,000 sermons that I'm, I've done nothing with. Yeah. I'd rather have one girl. I'd rather have one word from God that I'm actually doing instead of 10,000 sermons mm-hmm. that I've done nothing with. And you could almost look at that, Laura, and it kind of does describe, I think in large part, large parts of the body of Christ, you know, we're, we're sermonized to pieces. I mean, we got sermons and sermons and sermons, but we're not doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we come in, we hear a powerful, message or we, we see something online or Christian television or something on Facebook, a powerful word. And it's like, we hear it. It, it blesses like, us. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. It blesses us. <laughs> I was like, oh man, that's powerful. So you good. know, the Holy spirit, I can feel the anointing on that word. And then I just scroll down to the next thing. And yeah. I'm like, I, I have no mechanism in place to actually do that. Well, somebody said, well, I can't do everything. I, I was going to say, how quickly do you forget, you know, what was preached the Sunday before, you know, if you oh. were in church, how quickly do you forget? Actually, that's actually funny because uh, one of these translations of James one twenty two says a forgetful hearer. Yeah. Uh, you know, be a doer instead of being a yeah. forgetful hearer. Yeah. Yeah, because you're right. By Monday, you know, from a Sunday church service, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, well, you've all but forgotten. I think, too, though, because this, we're, like, in the information age, and so it's like we have become professional scrollers, so we're, we're constantly scrolling and reading and comprehending things and, and, you know, facts and opinions and all that stuff, and so it does kind of get... Um, uh, Jumbled. Yeah, and it gets lo- the message lost. gets lost, yeah. and lost so what we've what we've encouraged uh, church members to do, you know, write down the scriptures uh, that are being spoken each Sunday, <sighs> and then God. take them home, and then on that Monday morning, like you begin to look up those scriptures, you begin to meditate on those scriptures, um, study those scriptures out, and then on the next day, you know, so maybe if there was you know, five or six scriptures that day, maybe on Monday, you'll take the first two scriptures, meditate on them and study them out. And then on Tuesday, take the next two scriptures. Wednesday, take the last two scriptures. Then on Thursday, you're reading through them. And it's like, what are you doing? You're getting the word of God in you. You're letting it um, uh, grow and take root. And then it's like, at some point, it's like, okay, I got to step out on this word now because Mm. it's becoming real to me. It's not just because I think we're so good at just in and out, in and out. Mm. It goes in, ooh, that was good, out. But we're doing that not just with church. We're doing that with everything. Mm. I mean, I read tons of different sports articles and sometimes political articles or different things during the day. But if you were to ask me, like, you know, if I read an article about whatever game was on, if I could tell you about that article, I'd be hard pressed to tell you because I read so many different articles throughout the day. And I think it's like, that's what's happened in this church world is that it's just 
all mixed in in that bag. And so it's like we've got to recognize that, that we can't just allow the message to go in and out. Yeah. We, it's, it goes in and, whoa, we got we to gotta stop it. <laughs> you know, and then, like, like we said, take that Monday. Take yeah. that Tuesday. And then ask the Lord, like, how can I apply this in my life as a mother, as a father, as a business owner, as an employee? So you know, good. wherever I'm at, how can I apply this in my life? Yeah. Sometimes it's super easy. You'll read the scripture, you'll know. And other times it's like the Lord will minister to you and he'll give you direction sure. and he'll show you. Sure. Um, I was thinking while you were saying that, you know, I think one of the things that we've you said we're kind of whatever it was, like we're become things have just gotten watered down and jumbled yeah, together. And, and dull. You're dull of hearing. But we got to put things back in perspective, Laura. And I, I'm preaching this to myself as well. We're talking about God's word. Yeah. You know, God that created the heavens and the earth, mm -hmm. God that created man, God that installed his law and created a people, had a covenant with Abraham on through the Old Testament, established his law, sent his son miraculously into this earth, the whole plan of redemption. He's coming back. Jesus is coming back, right? That God's word. We have to put a high value. It is the on only thing. Yeah. Listen, folks, I'm going to tell you, forget about what the news anchor says. Yeah. Forget about what your favorite uh, uh, movie star says on Twitter. Who cares? Yeah. I mean, it's crazy, Laura, to see this day and age, you know, people motivated to take action in the things off of what some newscaster said. Yeah. But they'll sit in church week after week after week and have absolutely zero intention of yeah. doing or heeding to anything that God said. Folks, yeah. let me tell you, every, the scripture says every word that God has spoken will come to pass. Like, this is a God that cannot lie. If he said it, let me tell you something. You, you, you want to make sure that you're on the right side of this deal. Yeah. I'm not preaching, like, uh, fear and gloom and whatever, but we got to recognize God. Mm -hmm. And when God's word, another thing along these lines, Laura, God puts pastors and ministers in our lives. Yeah. And their job, Hebrews 13.8 or somewhere in there, 13.7, it says, obey those that have the rule over you. Submit mm -hmm. yourselves to them. Because they're watching, watching for your yeah. soul. Yeah. Like a pastor, if you're in a local church and you have a pastor and you're called there, that pastor, if he's called and is anointed by God, he is hearing from God to bring you God's word for your life. Not that you only can hear from God through your pastor, but he is a gift, Yeah. right? And how many church members, Laura, come in? They hear a word. I'm talking like, my God, the pastor is preaching with the, the anointing of the Holy Spirit, giving the word of God for that time or sitting down with an individual mm -hmm. and saying, listen, I'm telling you, the spirit of God is saying, you know, I feel it led that you need to take these couple of steps. Yeah. And people walk out of those services or meetings or one-on-ones and they, they just dismiss it. Yeah. And they'll go on and you watch with your heart breaking <laughs> As you see these individuals, they come under attack and they just cannot endure the attacks of the enemy. Well, you know, a lot of those people, they'll come back and they'll say, God, why did you abandon me? But the Lord's saying, I gave you a pastor. I gave you my word. I sent this servant across your path. I sent this word to you via the Holy Spirit. Yeah. I've given you my word, right? Mm. But like you said, Lord, we've grown dull. But yeah. again, we've got to put the the, what is it? The value on the word of God. Yeah. If God has spoken, 
we have got to do our part. Yeah. To to like you said, write it down, go back over it. Yeah. If, if there's some a lack of understanding, pray over those things. Yeah. Ask the Holy Spirit, like reveal this word to me. But putting the the value on it, we've got to know? become, and and really, it's like we've got to become better hearers, mm. because I don't think we're that good at hearing because again you know we'll have a conversation and i'll say okay tell me what i just said and you may miss 80 percent why of, does it have to be me <laughs> or vice versa yes yeah, so, you know m- maybe 80 percent of what you just missed and that's Jeez, why that's good point. we really have Ooh, to be right. honed in to uh, the Word of God, honed in to the voice of the Holy Spirit, honed in to what our pastor, what that minister is speaking. And it's like we, you really got to to train yourself to oh, become... that's so good. Excuse me, to become um, a proficient hearer. Wow. And then I think when you're a proficient hearer, then I think you'll become a much better doer of God's word. I, wow. I didn't even see that. I thought of just several scriptures while you said that, you know, it says Jesus said they came to hear and be healed. Mm. And hearing is your, wow. That just took me to another level there with that. Hearing is, we've undervalued that. Now, yeah, I think that's key because, I, and I, again, I think it's because uh, the culture that we live in, it's like there's voices going nonstop, wow. whether it's through this device, whether through the TV, whether it's through other people that were around. It's mm-hmm. like there's constant chatter. Yeah. There's constant speaking, whether it's uh, pay, uh, words on a page, but there's there's constant things that are being spoken to us. And so everything just kind of gets jumbled together, yeah. and we're not able to cut through the noise. Good Lord. And, Laura, again, we have got to do, we got to push all that we stuff We have aside. to. We've got to hear from God right now. It, it may be that it's like I, I need to shut off my device, not just social media, because, I mean, you could be blown up through text all yeah. day long, too. So it's like, again, message after message after message that's coming to you. I mean, it may be like, all right, from this time to this time during the day, I'm just going to shut my phone off. I mean, you know, there, were, there was a time not too long ago that we did not have these little devices and you know if we'd go off on a trip you know (laughs) you know we'd go off on uh to shop for the day you know we would we would lose contact with all those that were left at our house and we'd be gone throughout that day by ourselves Mm. and so it's okay i think i think it would not be a bad idea to maybe get back to some of that yeah i was saying um last night when i was uh speaking um it's so important that we we have that sensitivity in our hearts yeah. to hear because I keep getting this over and over again, Just and I've experienced this in my own life. I feel, Laura, that the Lord is always, excuse me, speaking. He um, is. He's always leading. He's always guiding. He's always directing, correcting, all yeah. that stuff. But are we hearing? That's it. Uh, that, and I tell teenagers that all the time. I'm like, he's speaking. Yeah. He's always speaking. Because you'll hear people all the time. I just, I don't hear from God. I, mm-hmm. I can't hear him. And I want to, you know, and I do tell them sometimes, like, he's speaking. You're either just not listening or you just, there's too much that you just can't hear. Mm. There's too many other voices. There's too many other messages. There's too much stuff that's clogging up. It's noise. Yeah, it's, it's noise. noise. It's noise. It's static. And it's it's not just noise, though. It's actually noise that has, 
their spiritual substance yeah. on yeah. the messages coming from the world. Uh, I could turn on, a, you know, whatever a news or a movie or something, and you could sense sometimes immediately there's a there's a contrary spirit on yeah. this stuff. I, I just can't. I just walk away or shut it off. But hearing, there's two things we're talking about here. Hearing, doing, obviously we started with, but yeah. hearing is the foundation it's, of all that's doing. That's the key, yeah. I was thinking about the, we'll probably run out of time with this, but the parable of the sower, mm-hmm. which is one of my one of my favorite parables in, the, obviously, Jesus' yeah, stories. Yeah, it's good. And it is just, it's, it, I never grow tired of the parable of the sower, but it, to give it simply put, Jesus talks about the sower went out to sow, and he describes it or explains it later to his disciples. He gives four types of soil mm-hmm. soil that the seed goes into. Um, anyway, the first one was the the footpath, mm-hmm. and it describes that as those who they like they didn't understand what they heard. Mm-hmm. Like, and it says the devil comes immediately and steals, yeah. which the word of God, mm-hmm. right? And then it goes on. The next soil was the I don't remember the rocky soil or yeah, something. They got which is, excited. Yeah, they got yeah. excited when they heard it, but they had no depth uh, in their their soul. And eventually, when persecution came, they they the word was stolen from them. Mm-hmm. The third one, the thorny, which is the one I feel like if you don't get the first two, if you make it to step three, the third one's the most challenging because yeah. it says the thorns, the thorny soil represents the cares of this life, yeah, the deceitfulness of riches which in my opinion is you and I going after finances or putting that ahead mm-hmm. of what really God's plan is. God never called us here to go after money. He called us here to go after him. His plan contains the provision that he has for us. Yeah. If we're doing what he called us to do, the provision will be there. Yeah. But we base everything we do from a kid on up to school, college, career, everything we decide, our, our decisions are based off of finances. Yeah. And it's contrary to what God's word teaches, right? But that third area, Laura, those thorns, it's the cares of this life, mm-hmm. the deceitfulness of riches that choke yeah. out what? God's word, yeah. right? But the fourth soil is the good soil, right? And that's the ones they've heard, they've understood, and they've clung to. To the word. They've yeah. held on to the word until the word produced a harvest in their life. They've that un- is the word. They've understood because they're good hearers. They heard. They're actually, they took it seriously. They're hearing accurately. Yes. And so, they did what you said. They went home and they looked at yeah. it. They prayed over so it. So I was going to say, so, you know, they, they were able to cut through that noise. And then, yeah, they took it home. They meditated on it. They studied it out. It became real to them. It's not good enough to just be able to quote a Bible verse. People can quote Bible verses, but do you, is it in here? Do you ha- is it just here yeah. or is it in here? Because yeah. there's a big difference. This, this right here, I mean, it, it's not going to get you anything. There's not going to be any results. And so if you're not experiencing any results yeah, or if you you're gotta, one of those who say, I'm not hearing from God, you know, God's not speaking, then you're probably living from here. But yeah. when it when it gets down in here, oh, yeah. it becomes real and it yes. becomes a way of life. Yes. It becomes how Glory you do life, how you live life. And there are results that are attached to living to and doing life from here. Yeah, and it says right there in that parable are the ones that produce the harvest, they receive 30, 60, yeah. and even 100 times. Yeah what was sown. So you can take that seed of God's word when it's sown 
and tended to and allowed to grow. Yeah. That's where our supernatural results come it's from. Good. No information, no knowledge in the world sown in our hearts is going to produce that kind of a harvest. Not of godliness. Yeah. You will reap what you sow. Yeah. So if you sow to the flesh, you're going to reap of the flesh what you don't want. But if you sow God's word, which is spirit, from God's spirit, you'll reap of that word spiritual substance. Yeah. This is where healing and blessing and protection and favor and, you know, yeah. anointing, all those spiritual things, intimacy with the Holy Spirit, uh, you know, uh, fruit and ministry and life, all those things are a result, Laura, yeah. of the seed of God's word being planted. But that's that sums it up for me. When it's planted in our heart, which means you're right, we've got to hear it. Mm -hmm. Faith comes by hearing. It's got to get planted in there. But we've got to make sure that that word is watered and tended yeah. to because the word is designed to grow in you, mm. right? But you block out all those other things. And really, when that word, you said it earlier, when that word is rooted, you will be a doer of it. Yeah. It's, it's, you can't separate that from God's, yeah. God's word. It's just, wow. Gosh, Laura, we, this is powerful. Um, I am just so blessed to be doing this podcast with you. <laughs> hey, in case you all haven't heard, I got, uh, we have our dog here, River. She's been whining the whole time, rolling and doing, rolling on the floor. I don't know what her problem is. She ran <laughs> off and was barking earlier. We were going to bring her on one time and oh, let her goodness. say hello, but she's a good girl, isn't she? Uh, yeah, she's wagging her tail. Uh, listen, Lauren, I love you. And listen, go back over these. Don't, don't allow yeah. these. Don't just scroll down. Don't just scroll down and, and, and find something else to listen to or do. Take notes from this. We're not doing this just because we want to, per se. We want you, all of us, to, to hear this and receive it and actually produce fruit. God wants you to produce fruit. Amen. This is our time to shine in the earth, and this is God's way to, to allow us to shine, right? It's His Word. Be a doer and a hearer of God's Word. We love you. We'll see you real soon. God bless.